Hi guys, welcome to the Benched Podcast uh, for another episode. Uh, today we're going to be talking about who we believe could be and who should have been Ballon d'Or winners in the past and in the future. Next to me, I have Ethan Cunningham on my right. Hello, YouTube slash Spotify slash slash um, Flash. anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, whatever, whatever. And, and below we have. Mr. Mr. Dortmund himself, George Bennett. Yeah, mate. Up the, up the yellow wall, mate. Come on. Um, the that's, yellow that's, wall mask. Honestly, Bennett, that is the most cringiest yeah. thing. God, clip that. Clip that. George Bennett's a Dortmund <laughs> fan. That's the title for today's podcast. Liverpool glory into... You sit your third Yeah, that won't work because of 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 Liverpool doing well at the moment. Dortmund are struggling against Bayern Munich. So I really, I'm 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 not a glory well, You know, what? Uh, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Anyway, okay. we'll move on. <laughs> right. Yeah. To... So the first uh, part of this podcast, we're going to be talking about Pete. Players over the age of twenty-four who should have been Ballon d'Or winners, um, and I'm going to let George go first and tell him his player he's picked. Okay, well, for mine, he's, well, I, I, as, as you all know, I'm a Liverpool fan, and I feel that um, this player in particular deserves a lot of praise, especially. I, I, well, obviously, it, it depends what season you're looking at, obviously. But I mean, if we, if we're comparing it to maybe like last season, then I feel that. He was what he was one of Liverpool's key men to get. Well, I, I think he was Liverpool's key man in getting the league title, and that would have been Sadio Mane for me. Okay, okay, got it. Any stats what? to back that up, Benitz? Hey, you, 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 you got any stats to back this up? We're not just oh, well, stating okay. facts I've, I've, on this podcast. You know, I've got a few stats on him. So, if we look from last season, so nineteen twenty, he had okay. one goal. <laughs> what a appearance okay so in the Premier League he played 35 <laughs> games got 18 goals 9 assists um, obviously Champions League 8 or 2 and 8 but that's are we comparing this to all overall like all time isn't it really um, yeah. he scored 2 in the Super Cup which got us the trophy so that was that's obviously important in the context of the Ballon d'Or so obviously it's all European games and like obviously League and Cup and so he made quite a big contribution for Liverpool that season. I mean, obviously you've got say Salah. I think Salah was the top scorer in that season. But what what what? I think most people would associate Mane with Liverpool's main threat up front. And obviously he, it's more of his pace and his overall like direct play when he's up against the defender. Because for most most defenders, if you had the choice, they'd probably say they'd prefer Salah because of the um, he's not obviously he's not as fast as. He's not, he's not, well, no, he's not as fast as Mane. He's not, I'd say he's not, like, dribbling-wise, I'd say Mane edges him in that regard. And obviously... Seriously? I think... I think, I think Salah over Mane? No, it's not... Mane over Salah? Yeah, Mane over Salah for dribbling, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's because he, he can use it, like, with his, with his pace as well. He can, he can use it, like, more advantage, advantageously. I couldn't get my words out then. But, like, Salah's more of a finisher, but... I think Mane offers a lot more in this Liverpool team, and I, I feel that's that that should really, especially from say his Champions League run as well, 
that does, I think, give a big like thought to how he why he should be a Ballon d'Or winner. Okay, my I'm not, I'm not saying anything against Mane. I, I, he's one of the Liverpool players, like which I, which I do like. I'm not gonna lie, I don't like a lot of them, but you know, what are you gonna do? But my argument to to the Mane conversation. Okay, the Ballon d'Or. Um, started in 1956. I've got some background information here. It's a FIFA, um, FIFA trophy. So obviously, because of the World Cup, um, like, like, and in, the international factor in winning the Ballon d'Or is is a massive factor. I do not think um, Mane, and like um, Sen- Senegal, is highly regarded. On the international front, so for, the problem with that in for, for Mane to, um, to win a, a Ballon d'Or. The problem with that is though, you're going to find that a lot, like a lot of these players that, that you bring up, obviously the, the African nations or say like lower reaches of like South America or Europe, then mm. not their international teams aren't really going to challenge for a World Cup or a Euros or a Copa America, for example. So it, it, I, I find it hot, like, like it would be fair on them, despite the fact they've had so, like brilliant seasons. That they they that they're not in with the shout of winning the Ballon d'Or because Argentina and Portugal, if you're going to look at Messi and Ronaldo, they're always going to challenge for the major honours in international football. But yeah. you can't, you shouldn't overlook the, the teams that play for say like like an African nation because that they've got that Af, 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 African continent have some brilliant footballers, not not just Sadio Mane, and it, it, it I, I, I think it undermines them in a way that they're not being picked more maybe for for Ballon for Ballon d'Or berth really. What are you thinking on the Mane conversation? Um, I think Mane's a decent show. I think, you know, I think obviously he continues to perform at a high level in the next few seasons. I think there's no reason why he couldn't be classed as a contender. Um, but, you know, we'll have to just wait to see how he does. I mean, he's had a good start this season. Whether he's, whether he's better than Salah, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're both very good players. You know, on the day world class. So I'd have to say, for me, it's hard to pick between them. So, you know, it's a difficult one to say. But I think going back to the Ballon d'Or, I think Mane could. He could be. He could be a contender. Whether he'll win it, I don't know. But he could be up there. Mm, I think. I think like the time of. You know. Like, we'll see. With like mining Kingy's options, like. It would be nice to have another Ballon d'Or winner, which is which isn't Messi or Ronaldo. So well, it'd be interesting. Continents, yeah, but mm. obviously there's never been an Asian Ballon d'Or winner. Either. I mean, I know obviously the standards, of, their standard of football is not going to be higher. They've not really produced that many quality players. But you've got to think to... as well as a factor as well. Um, the Champions League is is a factor of someone in the Ballon oh, d'Or, yeah. and obviously Liverpool last season they didn't go. Um, as far into the Champions League as they wanted to. So that is a factor, and who knows how far they're going to the Champions League um, this season. But Kingi, yeah. who do you think is going to, who do you think should win the Ballon d'Or? Is this, this your, before the, is this your over 23 pick, is it, for yours? Yeah, yeah Lewandowski. Yeah, 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 just, just clarifying that was all, but okay. Yeah, yeah I think Lewandowski personally should win it because I think. Good show, yeah. I think he's performed at high level for the last well, loads of seasons now. 
yeah. it's not fair for them to just keep giving it to Messi and Ronaldo all the time because you know they're not they're not playing or injured and it's not fair to just keep giving it to them so they should uh, they should I think Lewandowski for me at the moment I think he's the best player in the world personally mm. just because of the amount of goals he scores so he's definitely the best striker in the world there's no there's no arguing it really like yeah. no there's not so I think, no, I think for a long I think for a long sorry to cut you but I think for a long time um, like it was between Suarez and Lewandowski yeah, like for the best striker in the world, and like obviously, Suarez, I think last season Suarez didn't really perform as much as as he, he could have done for Barcelona. He quite a lot to be fair last season, from what from what um what everyone saw, he, I think he had, he had quite a bad like before lockdown. Didn't he have like a really bad injury which kept him out? But it was basically until he, lockdown was finished when he came oh, back. Oh, fair enough then, fair enough then. But I think it doesn't help that. But yeah, I do think your um. Club has a massive um, impact on if you potentially could win a Ballon d'Or, and it's a shame for Luis Suarez that Barcelona aren't the same Barcelona of of old, and Bayern Munich just going from strength to strength, obviously from winning so many um, trophies and trophies. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I I I back that as well. To be fair, it's it's quite for me. It's quite tight in in that regard. I mean, I I probably. Mm. From my, I'll, I'll probably want to edge Lewandowski in that regard, but obviously we, we want to do separate picks so we can keep it interesting, see what everyone else thinks. So, I mean, Ethan, what are you, what's your pick then for your overall? Okay, so I was going to say Ronaldo, but I've just made a last minute change, you know. Okay. I've made a last minute change. I'm actually going to go for Kevin De Bruyne, you know. I've, I've, I've given it some, okay. I've given it some, like, some good thoughts and. Obviously, De Bruyne, his like output for Man City last season is just ridiculous. And, I, and to be quite honest, like his injury, like you could argue his injury record isn't um, as good for as good like for like Man City, and like he does get injured a lot. But last yeah. season, just to give just a shout out some stats, 35 appearances, 13 goals and 20 assists for Man City, I think, in the Premier League last season. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. He equaled Thierry Henry's record um, and for most assists in the Premier League. It's, I think he needs to be finally recognised. And the same way Van Dijk was recognised um with the last Ballon d'Or, I think Kevin De Bruyne needs to finally get recognised for. Well, debatably, he wasn't really recognised either, really, because well, I, I, I think Van Dijk should have won that the last Ballon d'Or, really. But I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I'd, I'd say like some Liverpool fan, but yeah. I don't know what else what you lot would think. But anyway, it, it, I, I know what you're saying because I, I, I think I, I do, Van Dijk is not Van Dijk. Um, De Bruyne, I'd say, pound for pound, is probably one of the best players. I'd say he's the best player in the Premier League at the moment in terms of like overall quality and like, mm, yeah, like consistency. Really, uh, last season it was. This season he's been poor. Well, we're looking at last season as well. Though you got to look at Ballon d'Or's normally. Okay. Can, you, can you say he's poor? But his his um, output for this season: six games, one goal, and three assists. That's that's a good that's goal not, contribution. That's not that great. He's contributing four four goals in in six appearances for Man City. Yeah, but no, think... they played they played they played seven games. Okay, we'll 
Are you sure they played seven games? Well, yeah, because we played seven. And they played seven. I agree last season. He was, he was um, definitely, but he hasn't started brilliantly this season. He'd been okay, but he hasn't been. I mean, he missed a penalty yesterday. Very unlike him. So, everyone misses penalties. Penalties are 50 50. Well, yeah, 50 50 chance. You either miss it. I know, but I can't. You can't bite Great logic there, Benny. Great logic. It's true, though. You can't apply down by some penalty, me. Sure. I'm not putting him down. I know he's a quality player. I know that, but he's. He's, um, he hasn't been, I'll say, as influential as a 40 bit start of the season. But okay. he might be. No, that's, that's might, valid. That's valid. He might be. Don't get me wrong, I still think he's the best midfielder in the league, probably the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. Probably. And if he, if, he can, if he can pick up his form after the international break or something, then, you know, you've you, you, you got a shout of a Ballon d'Or player. But anyway, we'll. Um, We'll move on to the next set category. Well, who gonna who gonna sum up it? Who do you think's the worthy under oh, over twenty four? Yeah, yeah. It's not the expected issues, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be Lewandowski. I'd agree with Kingy. Yeah, I, I think no, that, well, uh, I think she's tying Lewandowski's time. You got to agree for me that. Oh yeah, I do. I do. I, okay. I think it was hard to find someone besides Lewandowski who who should have won it, but. Yeah, ideally, we don't want to pick Messi and Ronaldo because that that that's the obvious picks, and even then, they've not really been on the top form the last few seasons, especially like age as well. Age has been a big factor for them, really. That they're starting to get. To yeah, they are getting older. Um, yeah. We'll go on. A, we'll go on to the next category, which the, is um, the under 23s, wasn't it? Yeah, under twenty, under twenty threes, um, and the player I picked probably a little bit. Out of, out of nowhere, but it's probably not the main pick. I've gone for Joao Felix for for okay. Madrid. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get some stats up for this. I'm gonna get some stats up now for Joao Felix. I mean, this season yeah. especially, he's started to come into his own. Like obviously last yeah, weekend, definitely. He, he scored two and got an assist, didn't he? I mean, he's been he's been on brilliant form this season. In the Liga, five goals, two assists in seven seven games, That's two good. goals in the Champions League. Last season, last season, he, he seemed to struggle to adapt to um, Spanish football because he, he, he went for a big fee, didn't he, from Benfica? Well, last season, he had 34 appearances in 2019 and um, scored 11 goals. So it's not that's too bad, that's but okay. Yeah. Not too that's bad. okay. But you'd maybe expect a bit more, but definitely the start of this season. He's been on fire, and uh, I think if he continue, if he can have a good couple of seasons, I think if he have a good two, three consistent seasons, where he scores twenty plus goals, gets a handful of assists as well. Yeah, I think he could be a contender. Who? Where do you, where do you think his future lies, Kingy? In like you know, um, I think he's still needs to start off as Madrid under Simeone because Simeone is a good coach. Mm. Um, Depends how long he but, lasts at Atletico because he's been there for a long time now. I mean, there's got to be a point where he'd want to move on and not stay. For, well, who, who yeah, knows? I, I think I think he'll be there for another two or three seasons. Okay. Then I think, what, how old is he now? 20, 22? Um, 20. 20. 20. So I reckon when he gets to like 22, 23, I think you might see him uh, linked for well, a lot of money. I think I could see mm. him going for like uh, over 200 million. 
I could see, I can see a Man City. I think I think he's a Man City signing. He is. I can possibly. see I can see a player like Shao Felix possibly if he um like if he's still going like hitting the goal contribution he's hitting this season, he could be an, an ideal Aguero replacement for Man possibly. City when he eventually it'd be perfect one to just come in and replace Aguero. I mean, obviously Aguero. It's there's there's debates whether it like this season whether it will be his last or not, and hmm. if, if if they're fast enough, maybe when they've got the money, you expect City to have City to have the money to buy him. So, oh yeah, yeah, he, he did maybe go um, for it. I definitely think he could be a future winner if he continues to perform. But you know, if he drops off. You know, next couple of seasons, you know, we'll look back and think, well, what I said was a bit stupid, but but obviously I know that he's still young, he's got time to develop, so I believe he could be. But I reckon if he does win it, he'd probably be, I reckon, late 20s. So I'll say like 28, 29. Okay. okay, yeah, interesting. He's still got an, like another, a good eight, ten years at the top of, um, at the top, so who knows what he could do in the future? Who knows? Bennett, yeah. do you want to go next or? Oh uh, yeah, can do. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. my, mine's an obvious one. I think most people probably agree with me on this one. I, I, I know I'm, I'm, bra- I'm bragging here, but you, come on, he's, he's killing Mbappe, isn't it? Come on, look at look at his career up to this point. World Cup winner, countless league gun titles, um, Champions League finalist last season. I, I know he didn't win it, but that it's it's a big step for him in his career because he isn't. That's it's the first time he's done that before. And I mean, this season already. I mean, well, if we look at last season, I, was, I know it was cut short by the virus because I, th- I think France yeah, ended their season yeah. prematurely. So, in twenty league under appearances, he got he ended up getting eighteen goals, which which, which is pretty, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty good. And then, um, well, yeah, obviously, say Champions League was a bit of a different story. It was uh, it, that I suppose more of a team effort for PSG more than anything, but. Mm. I think I think Mbappe definitely for long. I think maybe the next couple of seasons, once Messi and Ronaldo hang up the boots, I think I think Mbappe will want to step into that fray and, and be the consistent winner for me. I mean, obviously, the rumour is obviously Liverpool linked with him. Whether or not it happened, I have absolutely no idea, and I, I don't know if I could take it at all. But, um, Liverpool Football Club do not have. 200 to 300 million. I'm sorry. I was like, that's out. Well, what, if we, what if we sell, like, say, one of Salah or Mane, though? Oh, yeah, you're going to get 200 to 300 million for Salah and Mane. Well, well, maybe not that, but maybe we could, maybe say 130 odd and then stump the rest of <laughs> Who knows? You were looking for 80 million for Salah? Nah, man. Nah, Mane will probably go for quite a bit. I have. I, 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 I okay, be... I need to look at this now. Mane's twenty-eight. How old Salah? About twenty-eight. Mane's slightly older. Twenty-nine. You're not far you off think, age. You think you're gonna get? It's twenty-eight days. You think you're gonna get over a hundred million for a twenty-eight-year-old? Well, it depends on when the ball. That's like prime, isn't it? Twenty-eight's prime. He's in his prime right now. Well, it is. Yeah. What, what, what's prime to you? What, what What's a prime age for you in football? Prime to me is 26, 27. You're hitting your prime. Nah, 20, nah. You, yeah. Prime is, prime is about 27, 28, 29. And then once you hit 30, that's when you, you start to decline, I'd say. I'm not going to... I I think Salah's hit his prime, to be quite honest. I think he's hit his ceiling. I think mine, I could... I think I, I could see mine leaving in a few years. But, 
I don't know, PSG or Madrid seem not the most likely ones for me. They're, they're, I could see maybe I could PSG. I'd say more PSG really because he may want like one more big payday before he's at the end of his career. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously back to Mbappe. I, I just think, I just think he, the way his career is going at the moment, he, he, it's almost destiny. It'll get Ballon d'Or. He, he seems that kind of player. Yeah. Mm, Who's yours, my, my, my argument with Mbappe is I, I think he, like there is links to him leaving um, PSG ne- next summer. I think the next club he he goes to is going to be a massive factor in if he wins the Ballon d'Or or not. You see players he's like... He's leaving on the 1st of January. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. But, like, if depending on who he goes to and... Um, it's going to be a massive factor. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Because we've seen oh, players yeah, like Neymar. Neymar thought he was going to win the Ballon d'Or at PSG and, well, the rest is history. I mean, the he news hasn't. coming out of Sky Sports today is that uh, Jim White's uh, polishing up his tie for January transfer to announce oh, what's that leaving on, oh. on the 1st of January. So I heard. <laughs> no, you know what I heard uh, from Sky Sports? What? But, um, I think people need to Subscribe to the channel. <laughs> right, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, we'll uh, I've been George Bennett, and uh, we'll move on. We'll move on. All right, guys. I want you to like, share, and subscribe. Road to 100 yeah. subscribers. We want mm. it. We got eight. We got we got 86 subs now. We're getting close. We're getting close. Could you just imagine? Could you just imagine though when we when we finally do our like, hundred sub- subscriber special? Someone unsubscribes. We go on to ninety nine. We don't, we don't need to talk about King. We don't need to talk about that. As long as we get to hundred, I'm fine. Yeah, we all want to subscribe, but never mind. That's a anyway. achievement. Hundred subscribers. But we, we should deserve, we deserve a plaque for that. To be honest. But yeah, yeah. Fans. YouTube. Wanna... You need to hundred subscribers plaque. Ethan, Ethan. <laughs> lads, I want, I want, I want a thousand by Christmas. Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pay this? Are you going to pay to have bot and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah really Marcus Rashford's going to appear on this podcast tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going yeah, to... I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to... Right, I'm going to get stickers of Benched and, and post them everywhere around West Midlands. Subscribe. That's what I'm going to do. Fair enough, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Let's, we, we're going off topic now. We're talking about subscribing away the spoons let's move on lads right okay Ethan you, you're up next then Who, who's your I spoons I never mentioned okay. spoons let's set the scene young man bangs in the goals for his club for his former club in the year oh, God. 1920 he scored 16 goals in 14 appearances 1920 yes then he moved then he moved no, 1920 to his club at season. 1920 oh, 1920 no yes. then he moved and he scored 13 goals in 15 appearances in a bigger league and this season he scored 6 Harland. goals in 6 appearances Harland. Erlin Haaland is a future Ballon d'Or <laughs> winner your mic just got really weird then did it Okay, well, never mind. He said Haaland then. Haaland's the one you picked. Early Haaland is the future Ballon d'Or winner. No, he is. No, I think he's got the potential to be. If, if, he, if he can move to a club, a massive club like 
Manchester United, you know. I, 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 I had Liverpool link with him as well. We've got, we got links with um, Norway. One of our legends is the current Manchester United boss. Oh, God. Uh, I think a front three of Rashford on the, on the left, Haaland down the middle, Greenwood down the right, or, or Sancho, you never know, or do a double deal with Dortmund. Yeah, good luck, mate. Yeah. Do, you just, do you just live on a fantasy island with all your transfers? We're in the Premier League, yeah, we're in the fast. Champions League, we win the, the World Cup, we win, yeah, win, win it all. <laughs> yeah. We're in the Nations yeah. League. But yeah, magic the magic Dortmund shirt. You know, the magic Dortmund shirt says Liverpool. Oh, okay, I'm saying this now. This young man, he he breathes scoring goals, and if if that man can win whatever club he goes to next, if he can win a league or Champions League. I have to admit, it, it is a, it is a mad like way that he's come on come onto the scene. Like, obviously, last season he, he he seemed to just burst on this. Obviously, he, he had his half season with Salzburg. He's mm. been there obviously before that as like learning mm. just learning how to play the game, and obviously then he, he made his move to Dortmund. And he seems to just settled in really well in 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 professional football in, in like, the the man's game and. It, it is crazy how, how, how quickly in, in a short space of time he's, he's become one of the best young players in football at the moment. I just think people just sometimes you just discover these talents, those players that just burst through, start scoring goals, and then they just get confident. Nah, Kingy, and... like him, um, before he, he like hit the, hit the heights he, he's hit at the moment, like I was hearing about Erling Haaland, like he. he he, he oh, you're inside advanced. knowledge, did you, with him? Like, I was yeah, yeah, I, yeah, okay, yeah. I've got my sources. Yeah, I've got not, my Ethan, sources. George, did you, did you not know that he was a scout for Red Bull Salzburg? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I spent some time. The man who only drinks orange juice is actually, or man who only drinks orange juice in his spare time. Yeah. Did you not Did you not know he, he, he lived in Austria watching Salzburg matches? I did. So I, I spent a year out, a year a year abroad, and I just, mm. I just breathe Austrian football. I mean, <laughs> I mean we, we joke about it, but to be fair, Salzburg, I've got a good track record of producing brilliant players. I mean, obviously, you've got, you got Haaland. Obviously, you've got Sadio Mane who's come from that sort of like yeah, area yeah. as well. It, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting... That that club's is quite useful. Like, well, 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 I wouldn't say useful, but it's it's an interesting club that that, that you're looking at, really, because they they've producing got football. they've also got a decent side now as well. They've also got a few decent um, couple of players, but uh-huh. um, but oh well, it's but anyway, we'll, we'll get back on the topic because Ethan wants us to. But um, Harland, yeah, he's got the potential to be one. And um, I think if he continues to keep doing these mad scoring seasons, he'll definitely mm. be up there soon. So, uh, fair play to him. Okay. Who would you pick out? What's your ultimate pick then, lads? I'm sticking with Mbappe, though. You, you can't change on that one. I'm saying this now. It's going to be really controversial. I think Haaland has a higher ceiling than Mbappe. No way. No No way. Ridiculous. Mbappe's already won a World Cup. He's already halfway there. Because honestly, with 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 um, Haaland, I can see him going. Like I'd love him to go to Man United, but honestly, I think his next club's obviously might might be um, Bayern Munich, and I can I can see him having the same um, career as as like a Lewandowski 
Hazard. Okay. So and he'll be you, up a late bloomer. Okay, so can you your deciding vote then? Who would you pick? I mean, obviously I'll pick Felix, but Felix hasn't got the um Not. pull of Mbappe or Haaland. I'm gonna have to go Mbappe. I'm sorry. It's a good choice. It's a very good choice. Fair play. It's just it's just Mbappe's, you know, don't be wrong. I I just think I rate Haaland. I think Haaland's probably a better finisher, but I think Haaland and Mbappe's got more to his game. So I'd say Mbappe. If you think if you think about it logically, Mbappe has already beaten Messi and Ronaldo in winning a World Cup. All he's got to do is win a Champions League. And he's basically he's accomplished the two main uh, things in, in in professional football. And he's only what 22, 21 at the moment. It's mental. Next part. Wild cards. What are you saying, lads? Oh, I'll go with mine. Um, first, for my wild card, for, I'm going to pick Bruno Fernandes. And just... That's a weird one. But go on. Oh. But, well, people say it's a weird one, but, like, I thought, I was thinking to myself, well, if I pick a wild card, it's going to be a player that might have the potential, but might not. And I think personally, if he can have another good couple of seasons at United, playing the way he is assisting, and you know, the amount of got, you know, in 30 games he's played for United, or 33 games, he's contributing like 30 of them for like either a goal or assists. It's like a fantastic stat. So, you know, you just got to think to yourself, and everyone says, oh, he's Bruno Fernandes, but he's been scoring goals. Like, I think most of his goals this season have been like from open play. So obviously it's it's, it's stupid, uh, stupid that really like that people call him that. So I think it's important and looking at the stats that um, you have to look and think. Well, he's got to be a contender if he continues to perform the way he's performing. It's a claim of Bruno because I think. Obviously, this Man United side's really poor at the moment, and I think if he was at a side like like um like a Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, for example, and like he was winning league titles and he was and he was giving the same output he's doing with Man United at the moment. To be quite honest, I I, I would not put it against him. I wouldn't be against him from um, winning like a Ballon d'Or. Honestly, that's, the thing that, that's what's holding him back, though. I mean, obviously, no, no, United I, I got... completely agree. We, we are we, we are holding him back. He's 26 Good. at the moment, which is which is not that old. It's not that old. I mm. mean, like, you, you got to think maybe with like a I I'm trying to think like, like Real Madrid would suit him quite well, I think. Very, like maybe, yeah, yeah. And like, if, if he was playing for, for like maybe Madrid, say if Ronaldo was still there, he's one of his idols, isn't he? Ronaldo, mm. so it's um. Mm. You can imagine him playing some some, some crazy yeah, passes over to him. He won't, he won't go to Madrid or play State United, isn't it? Yeah, but to be quite honest, Kingy, um, we need to be careful with what we're doing at the moment because we're really poor at the moment. And Fernandez is a very um, ambitious player, and like if if we carry on having the same output we have at the moment, I can see a player like Fernandez leaving. To be quite honest. If the right yeah, price came in for him, you'd surely cash in because, like, say, say 170 
60 million, something like that. That that that, that would be enough for him. He, he, he won't go for that because he's not he's he's got age, he'd be probably a bit too old. He won't go for 100 million, but not that much. We have the yeah, conversation about the age of hitting your prime, and if, if it's a lot of clubs would kill for what he's got, to be fair. Yeah, Fernandez is quality. He's you know, honestly he's in a world class bracket for me. Mm. Oh, maybe. He's not far Some off that, I think. I don't think he's far off that. He's a very good player. player. He's a very good I'd player. I'd say top five, I'd say top five attacking midfielders in the world. Fernandez is part of them. Ooh. Okay. You've got to think De Bruyne. You've got to think. Um, I can't really think of anyone on top of my head. Um, so, Royce. Interesting. Marco Royce. I think I Fernandez better than Marco Royce. Royce. Royce had a lot of injury problems in his career, and that, that's put hard held him back from becoming one of the players. I'm trying to think of play, I'm trying to think of teams actually play. Not many teams play with cams. That's, that's another question. Like the number ten position is is slowly dying out of football. So that's the thing. He'd have, have to drop deeper then, wouldn't he? If he wanted to make a career out of himself, really. But I'm, I think he could actually do that. He really could. Maybe, yeah. Okay, it's interesting. So, Ethan, are you next for yours then? Who's your yeah. card pick? Okay, so I had a really good thought. Think about this. And, um, like, with the Ballon d'Or, how have we seen, like, um, with the past of past winners, obviously, because the Messi Ronaldo era. Um, Kaka, Ronaldo, just to name a few. I think defensively, um, players don't get recognised for being the, the last. Best, wasn't the last um, the last Ballon d'Or winner who's a defender? Was that Cannavaro in like two thousand and six? Yes, yes, that's quite yes. a long time ago now. But yeah, but I think I think Ramos deserves to be one to be honest. Yeah, maybe he should have won a Ballon d'Or, but that that's that's later on us towards the end of the podcast. But for me. A player who, for for me, is arguably the best player in this position in the world, and I think that's Joshua Kimmich. Oh yes, oh yes, my favourite. Kimmich, Kimmich player. Kimmich's a bit of Josh Kimmich, fair play. He's a quality, he's a quality player, George. Telling me he, when I'm I, I, I like him as well, but he's I, so I, I, it's, it's, it's actually, it actually hurts. Like oh, just Fabinho or Kimmich. See, it's hard because I do like Fabinho as well, but he he, he would never win a Ballon d'Or, really. Um, it's hard. It's, that I, I can't decide on that one because nah, I, I do rate Kimmich. I do rate Josh Kimmich too. Like Kimmich. with with Kimmich, though, good, but... he but he's he's mainly a defensive player. Actually. But with, with with like looking at his stats here, um, this season he's got um, four assists, one goal. Last season, seven assists, four goals. The season before, 13 assists and two goals for a defensive-minded player. Well, he, well, he's sort of like a box-to-box top midfielder when he's in, when he's playing in that position. Obviously, as a fullback, he, he, a fullback, he, he'd go up and down, wouldn't he? Because that's the sort of like... Yeah, but... That, that's how you, how you play, but play. I get that, yeah. And do you know how old he is? How old is he? Early 20s, isn't he? 24. 25, 25. Yeah, yeah. So, I think it's such a shame he's not put in the bracket of one of the best players in the world. I think I, I think it's I think it's actually criminal because he he's so quality. He, he makes he's he's a massive um, factor of what Bayern are doing at the moment, and 
I really think Bayern are the best team in the world at the moment of what they're doing. And like, I think Kimmich is like the heartbeat of that squad. Okay. Um, you know, so it's my, so I've got my World Cup pick coming up next, and I, I've, I've also gone for a Bayern Munich player, and it's oh. probably. Yeah, it's, it's probably more of a, of a um, an obvious pick, really. I've gone for Thomas Muller. Oh. The uh, the first ever Ramdoiter, I think they used to call him back in the day. Mm-hmm. And last last season, he was he was as he normally is. He's a very underrated player, but last season he was, he was phenomenal. He's I mean, I'm, he's got a lot of assists, you know. He's got twenty. What he had twenty one assists last season. Yeah, yeah. And that for, for, and he he he's. he's like 30, isn't it? 32, 33? 31. That's, oh, okay, fair enough. But he's, for the age that he is, he's, he's still going strong. Fair play to him. And obviously, he's, he got, he's got leadership mentality as well because he's been at the club for a long, long time. And um, obviously, he's, he's one of the few players left there that, that has been and done it all. He's obviously won the World Cup. He's won a Champions League before with Bayern. And now he's obviously come full circle and he's offering that sort of guidance to, you say, like Gnabry. Kimmich, etc., and, he, and he's, he's a good presence to have in the dressing room, and he's still got that quality that, that a lot of clubs would would love to have in their team. Quite honest, this season he's got four goals, five assists, and seven appearances. So good. no way, yeah. For his age him. as well, it's it's look, versatility. I, I think versatility is really important in football yeah, because yeah, yeah. it allows it allows obviously allows you to cover like injured teammates. It gives you other options in, like in midfield and defence, etc. And it's. I think Thomas Muller is is one of those players who, who excels at that. Really, mm, he's good. He's good. He's good. But he'll, he'll never be a Ballon d'Or winner. That's why it's a wild card pick. Like no one expects him to win it, but oh, like he deserves it in some ways. No. Okay. Well, okay. You shoot me. You shoot me down. But fair enough. He's, he's, no. He's a good player, but he's not. He's, he's not a Ballon d'Or winner. That's why it's a wild card. To be fair, but you know, fair enough. So who, who do we go for then in our wild card pick? Who is your? I think, I think it's got to be Fernandez. Personally, he's got to be Fernandez. His stats. I got if he, if he, ah. I'm sorry. If if Fernandez performed these stats right for the next few seasons, this good, he you would know, be. King, like I do, a, I do agree with you, but there's a it's big. Got to be Fernandez. No, there's a it's big. Got to be Fernandez. Man United is the factor. And yeah, but United, you know, in, yeah, but if they're carrying on at the rate they're going now, in the next yeah. few seasons, not going to win anything. Okay, fair enough. But you never know, they could turn it round. So they, they could do that. You just never know in football. They could, though. Kimmich has already has achieved quite a lot His already. His buying side is not going anywhere anytime soon. They will be, they're will be. they going to be there for quite a number of years, even if once Lewandowski and Muller leave as well. Because they've still yeah, got... You've got, players, you, 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 oh, it's, got it's, it's got to be Fernandez. It's nice. It's Kimmich for me. It's Kimmich. Sorry. Ethan. Nah. Kimmich, Kimmich, Kimmich is my pick. Kimmich is his pick. He's going to choose yeah, Kimmich but... unless he really believes in Fernandez. But so I'm sorry, I'm sorry Kimmich. I see where you're coming from, of course, but nah, I, I can't. All right, then. fair enough. Next one. Right. So final um, one. We've got a, play, oops, a player who should have won the Ballon d'Or, and. Um, I'm going to go for Liverpool once again. I mean, I know it, it, I'm going to the world loads of times, but there's one there's one man really, and it was one particular season for me that that, that really he deserved it in some ways, just for single handedly 
getting this team a Champions League title, and it was Steven Neil Gerrard. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Neil Mellor. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Neil Mellor. Oh, that, that header. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Well, anyway. but it was Jersey Dudek. Yeah, Golden Glove winner he was. But anyway, yeah. well, um, Steven Gerrard for me. That that Tottenham four five season got us the Champions League win in Istanbul. Obviously, it was a that 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 run basically epitomised what Gerard can offer as a, as a player because every, everyone can go, oh Frank Lampard's better than him. You know Paul what, Scott, no, 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 wait, no, this is, no, you can have your say in a minute. Let no, me, no, no, I'm going to see who no, won the Ballon. No, I'm going to say who won the Ballon d'Or that year. Oh, okay, okay, who, who won the Ballon d'Or that year? Good God. Gabba go me again, Lampard was Scott. 2004. 4-5. So it'd be, it'd be year 2005, wouldn't it? Oh. No, but 2004. No, no, 2005. That was that was the year he won. Oh, yeah. Then... Okay, 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 okay. okay. He won in 2005. Okay, so Ballon d'Or 2005 was given to Ronaldinho. Gerard he... was, was third that year. In the battle of the race, and Frank Lampard was second. Frank Lampard was second. Yep. Ridiculous. I, I, I can't, did, okay, well, they won the league. Okay, Chelsea won the league that year. Okay, I'll give you that. But <laughs> the, way, the way that Liverpool won the Champions League was because of of Gerard, really. Gerard and maybe a bit of Benitez as well, but that it was, it was mostly Gerard. The way the way he played, the way he, the, the Olympiacos game, the actual final itself. I don't know how people can overlook that. That he was he was the main part of us winning that that trophy because he was one of the few players of quality in that squad. And and you you limit that Ethan. There wasn't that many players of quality in that squad. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll agree. I'll, I'll agree. And like he, yeah. he's done it, he's done it. He did it since then, but he, he's he has dragged us kicking and screaming to trophy after trophy. Not you gotta nothing. say you gotta say. Kerrard didn't win a lot in his career. He only won the Champions Yeah, but. The the trophies that he won, he he was a he basically he more or less made that happen for Liverpool. The trophies is a factor. It's a massive yeah, it's, factor. It's the way that you win them as well. You got to think of it. Well, you got Ronaldinho, who's surrounded by legends. You got and all don't dis- Ronaldinho was quality. Not, I'm not dissing him, but it does help when you've got players like Thierry Henry around him and like uh, Chavez. Yeah, was it in that? Uh, anyway, but it, it, you know what I mean. And like Gerard had, who did he have? He had Dimitriore. Yeah, Milan Baros. Alonso. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that squad. For me, you've got Gerard, Alonso, Carragher, Hippier, um, maybe John Oliver. Brisa, yeah, he was, he was a good player in his day. That is that you probably got you probably got five players there who, who are of, of solid quality. Maybe Garcia as well. Garcia wasn't too bad. The six players. Injury prone, too injury prone. Barros. Crap. Or or bad. I, 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 that, was, that was very bad language for me. Oh dear. Not very That's good. Liverpool back to slight you. Well, they won't all agree with me, it's Gerard, surely, but, but um... well, We'll move on then. We'll move on to Kingy's one. Who have you got, Kingy? Well, originally I was going to say Luis Suarez. What? Because what? obviously he's had many seasons of brilliant goal-scoring records and yep. you know constantly at the top of his game. And I, I consider him the best striker in the world, I'd say, from 2014 to 2016, personally. 
Okay. And then after that, then I'd probably say Lewandowski took the mantle. Um, but I'm not going to go for him. Oh. I'm going to go for a centre. I'm going to go for Sergio Ramos. Okay. Because Ramos, for me, is, I'd say he's probably the second best defender in the world at the moment. He's the best defender, yeah. He's still... No, he's not. He's not. You, hear me out here. You let him do it do it at the end of sort of Ethan, you've had your side. It's not it's not it's not a comparison, it's just it's a bad thought, but obviously like Van Dyke is probably on his day, he's, he's he's probably slightly better than Ramos. I mean, don't get me wrong, Ramos is a very good defender. And a couple of seasons ago I would have I would have put him as the highest or well, top top defender in, in the world. And he's still up there now, and he's been performing at such a high level for Real Madrid for such a long time. And yeah, he's had he's had some bad games where he's got sent off or got a bit heated, but I think that's what makes him such a good player because he's got such passion and he knows how to get into strikers and players' heads, which gives him an advantage. So he's psychologically, he's a really good player, but also as well, he, but he cares a lot about his team. You know, he'll always like to stick up for his teammates, and he's a, he's, he's just a good all round player. And he scores a lot of goals as well. He's got a lot of goals from him. He's got over 100 goals. He's just scored his 100th goal, hasn't he? That's why I think Ramos is the best defender, because he he adds goals to his game. And Van Dijk doesn't do that for me. Last season... He's he's, he's brilliant off corners. Last season, Ramos scored 11 goals for Real Madrid. You were doing Real Madrid... Well... They won the league, didn't they? (laughs) Yeah, well, well, like, 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 but the problem with Ramos, the reason why Ramos hasn't obviously won it, obviously not one because he's defending and defenders don't win the Ballon d'Or anymore, and two, I'd, I'd say his, his hot headedness probably costs him a lot yeah, of the time. I agree. That's I the agree. reason why he's not going to be considered because that's probably the only reason why he's a dirty player, but that obviously defenders are like that. But then, like, there's been times where he has let his team down based on his red card record. Which doesn't help. Obviously, it hasn't helped. It isn't really affected Madrid too much because they've gone to win everything. But it it, it doesn't help Madrid's case at all, really, in, in that regard. Because it, oh, you think the captain would have. A, you think the captain have a cool head in order to keep his team on track. But then when he gets sent off every so often, he doesn't help the team, does it? Really. To be fair though, red card. He didn't have any red cards last season. No, well, I think. Before, I, th- I think. He's prime, I do though. think my last few years has definitely calmed down. In previous years, I think, because he's how old Van Dyke now? 27? 29. No, he's 29 now. He's well, I think the reason why I probably put Van Dyke is probably a bit higher because I think he's got probably a bit more of a lid and a bit more of a control on his temper and he doesn't get as many red cards and yellow cards. More composed, I think, than Ramos. Ramos is a good defender, but I think Van Dyke's got more composure. But I just think Ramos has been constantly performing at a very high level for a number of years, so that's why I think he's deserved to be. I know what you're saying, yeah. Mm, that's my I mean I was going to go Suarez because of just the amount of goals he scored and you know what a player he was he still is a good player now and he's, he's doing really well for Atletico Madrid but you know 40 for Liverpool and start a Barcelona career you know every time he had the ball he was in the back of the net so he, yeah. I think you could consider both yeah. of them but I just chose Ramos because I think he's probably been more consistent for that well nearly 10 years now Okay so Ethan who's your wild card Oh, so you're um, you're one who should have won it. Okay, so this man is an icon in football, non-thief, and, and 
and in the world, may I? Valda. You uh, won the Ballon d'Or. Nakata from uh, from Japan. So, he's easy to be quite honest, this man did get beat by Rivaldo in the 99 Ballon d'Or race. Deco. I like Gunnar Solskjaer. No. <laughs> the, debate, the debate we had earlier on. Oh, don't give some of that. <laughs> Roberto Carlos. David Beckham. Could be Sir David Beckham. Oh, grow up. Because this man... In the '99 season, we won the champ. When won not the champ, not just the Champions League, we won the treble. May I add? So, in besides the League Cup, besides the League Cup, um, we won every cup competition that was available to us that year, and he got beat by Rivaldo. No, 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 no. This man. In the 98-99 season, he had nine goals and 17 appearance and 17 assists for, for Manchester United that season. Nine goals, did you say? Yeah. Well, nine goals isn't that impressive. Yeah, but Dave Beckham was never a goal scorer. He, he was he was a creator. Yeah, I can't, I know what you I know what you're saying, but that's it's similar to the Thomas Muller point, though, isn't it? Because Thomas Muller was more of a creator. That's probably yeah, why he no, wouldn't. But creator should be should be sitting the same like as, as goal scorers. And this is the man who yeah, for Solskjaer in the last minute in the Champions League final. This was the same man who whipped in that corner to Ryan Giggs. He, he get, that, did that little he did a did a shot and Sheringham scored in the last minute for United. This man is so underrated in world football. So underrated. And he should have won a Ballon d'Or. At, in 1998-99, he was the best player at the time. Hands down. Rivaldo, he was a great player. He was a great player, but 98-99, David Beckham was the best player in the world at that time. Hands down. David Beckham was a good player. I don't know if he, I don't know if he beats, he gets on the list. Oh, maybe he could have done. I just, who, feel, who, I, just, I just feel, you know, surely a lot of players like Roy Keane would be more likely for that because of no, how he's no, no. led his team. No, from no, I'm going to Roy Keane. But... He did, but obviously Roy Keane's got his history. and well, He'd never get picked for a Ballon d'Or. He's the same as Harvey said with Ramos. He's hot headed. Yeah, yeah. He's never going to get him a Ballon d'Or. So, so who, are we, who are we going to pick there? I'm, I'm sticking with Gerard. I'm not being swayed on Gerard. I'm sticking that, with Ramos. That final alone should be a Ballon d'Or worthy award because that, that was that is the best Champions League final of all time. He was a, he was a massive part of how they got there and how they won it. I'm not, so, I'm not having any No, more guys, do you know what we're going to do? Oh, here we go. Straw poll in description. We're going to say, people in the comments, who, who do you think should have won the... Who do you think out of the... the Pat, Three who should have won the Ballon d'Or out of our um, picks? Who do you think should have won the Ballon d'Or? Let's, so let's, Gerard, Gerard, Beckham and Ramos are the yeah. three picks you've got. Vote in the comments. Tell us in the, in the comments down below. Mm, oh, definitely. Right. And uh, we'll probably... We'll let, we'll let the subscribers and viewers give the final vote. Because we're probably not going to decide ourselves, so it'd be good for people to see what to put. 
But um, that will probably wrap it up for today's um, podcast. I think it's been an interesting t- subject to talk about. I know. Um, it was a one we just thought of originally because we thought we'd, we, we used to do like that ones when we were in the studio. Well, well, I thought of it recently. Well, George did. I'm sorry. Do you want me to tell all the podcast episodes I've thought of? Whatever. George Brent needs to be exposed. The next podcast, the George Bennett Expose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on. Okay, now. What bearing? You get you deserve that for interrupting me. Oh, it's so long. But anyway, um, obviously, you know, we probably won't decide, but going back, it's it's good to bring up these type of topics because it's just other aspects of football that you can have a good debate on. So, and as I say, if if any of you think of any ideas that are watching, let us know. Don't be afraid to let us know. You know, you can message us or anything, and we'll we'll do it because obviously we were. You know, a friendly, um, you know, group of people that will listen to people's ideas, and we want to be able to put them in. What's so funny? I don't know. Let's look at Benny. Go on, Kinky. All right, just carry on. It's fine. But obviously, we want to we want to be able to implement people's ideas that are requested and watched into our videos. So please let us know. Um, I hope you enjoy this video. I think the support on the last few videos has been good as well. We, you know, we definitely seem to have got good consistent amount of views and we're picking up with subscribers as well so it's definitely going well for us and uh, hopefully by the end yeah. of the year we can share the podcast we'll share it yeah. anyway, to, to finish, so to finish off thanks for watching and it's goodbye from George I'm sorry I'm sorry for laughing guys <laughs> and goodbye from Ethan see you guys goodbye peace <laughs> Good evening, everybody. A pleasure and a privilege, as always, to be at Anfield, where we are hoping for another miracle like Istanbul. Shakiri in his own half, holds it square towards Matin.